Welcome to The Benefits Beat, the podcast that helps you navigate the complex world of benefits. Together, we're going to dive deep into the industry, breaking down the barriers and exploring different topics surrounding benefits. We'll be bringing in subject matter experts who will share their knowledge, offering tips and tricks to help you understand, and more importantly, benefit from your benefits. Whether it's health insurance, dental, vision, disability, or other total rewards you're offered, we've got you covered. Our aim is to empower you with the knowledge and understanding you need to make informed decisions. So join your hosts, Maggie and Zach, every two weeks as we explain the nuances, all in an effort to make it easier for you to navigate the world of benefits. Hi, I'm Maggie McConnell. And I'm Zach Ward, and we are your co-hosts for Hub Haran's Employee Benefits Podcast, The Benefits Beat. Today we're going to be talking about all things open enrollment. A lot of you guys are going to be going through open enrollment in the next couple of months, so we wanted to give you guys some tips and tricks while you go through it. Yeah, we're going to talk about kind of the top questions to ask of open enrollment, how to know what's available to you, what your employers are going to provide for you, and then most importantly, how to know what's going to change here in the next plan year. First and foremost, Maggie, I know you were a client specialist prior to this current role that you're in. You've done hundreds of the open enrollment meetings. Could you tell me what it is, kind of how an employee is going to interact with it and what's going to happen? Yeah, so open enrollment is the time where your benefit plans renew, which basically means you can make any changes to your benefit elections that you had made previously, whether that was as a new hire or last open enrollment or even during a qualifying life event. So you can change your elections, you can add or drop a dependent, you can switch coverages completely, you can do any of that. So Maggie, you mentioned something that we don't have in our script here, but um, I think it's an important thing to note is you mentioned a qualifying life event. So mm-hmm. open enrollment is the one time of year outside of a qualifying life event that you can make changes to your elections. Mm-hmm. What is a qualifying life event? What does it entail? What are some examples that then would prompt you to change your elections? Yeah, so like you said, typically you cannot make any changes to your benefits outside of open enrollment unless you experience one of those qualifying life events. So that could be anything from marriage, birth, adoption, divorce, any type of loss of coverage, um, death, anything like that. So those are the only times where you will be able to go in and make those changes to your elections that relate to that life event. So if you have a child, you can go in, um, let your HR know within 30 days that they that you had a qualifying life event, and then you can add that dependent to your coverage. And they will open up for you a quote-unquote mini open enrollment to where you have a certain amount of time to change your elections. Yep. And then any other time, if you don't have a qualifying life event, open enrollment is that time during the year where you can make those changes. Perfect. And when for a typical employer does open enrollment start and end? Now, it depends by employer. Um, I know January 1st is a very big popular open enrollment or a renewal date. So open enrollments typically will happen the few months before that. So right now is a big, big push for open enrollment for most employers. Um, so every employer is different. You'll most likely receive some sort of communication from your employer around when, how, and where you can enroll in your benefits, um, whether that is on an internet or on a, something like a Paycor or Paycom or anything like that. So what I think I hear you saying is that the open enrollment time is not when your benefits are effective. Um, this is a timing where you're making election changes, but they're not necessarily effective as soon as you make them. There's typically some sort of time lapse between, okay, I've made my elections, they're going to be effective, like you mentioned, January 1st. 
Yes. So you'll go through, you will learn everything about your benefits from your employer, whether that is on any type of presentations, any sort of materials they hand out, like your benefit guides or brochures or rate sheets or anything like that. And then you can go in, you know, typically, let's say it's a January 1st effective date. Your open enrollment could be in October or November when you're really getting into the benefits, you're learning about what your options are and making those elections. And then once you make those elections, that portal or that time frame that your employer sets will close. And then while they process those, those will go into effect January 1st. Okay, awesome. You, you mentioned a couple of, of kind of educational brochures, some materials that will be coming up. I know they're, that most employees employers are having a some sort of open enrollment meeting. Um, what's going to be covered in these? What do employees need to be aware of, need to make sure they're, they're asking their employers during these type of open enrollment meetings, educations, changes, et cetera? Yeah. So, yeah, like you mentioned, a lot of employers do some sort of presentation um, that could be recorded. It could be live presentation. It could be virtual. Any type of those situations, you want to make sure that you are attending one or watching the videos they send out so you can know and be prepared for your open enrollment benefits and making those elections. Um, This is where they're going to go over any changes in your benefits themselves, um, any carrier changes, any premium changes, which is basically just what's deducted from your paycheck um, for each benefit and anything like that. So anything that's staying the same, anything that's changing, that is the time where you're going to learn everything about your benefits. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions that I think a lot of employees have is, okay, I'm, I'm really liking our current insurance. Why would we change to Anthem or to UHC? Why would we change to another carrier in the next 12 months? Um, there's, it's a very situational. It depends on the employer and the situations, what's going through it. I think, you know, obviously employers want to offer the best for their employees. And so it could be something for network changes. Maybe one vendor is going through crazy network changes and maybe their employees don't have as much access as they used to. So they change carriers to get a better access. Maybe it's rates. Maybe there is a big increase this year and, you know, they don't want to push that on their employees. They don't, employers don't like raising the rates for Mm. the employees. So if they have an option to have, you know, a similar network with still great access to amazing providers and amazing doctors that comes at a cheaper price, or, you know, maybe it's not as much of an increase for their employees, then that's when they're going to make typically. So Maggie, we've mentioned that you were a client specialist here in the past. Um, What our client specialist does is they're the ones that going out to dozens of employers and handling these open enrollment meetings, right? Meeting with different employees, How, as an employee, do I need to make sure that I'm not just hitting the easy button and electing what I had last year just because I don't want to make any changes? I feel comfortable with where I'm at, but there may be things out there that are new or are changing that might put me and my family in a better spot. What am I supposed to make sure that I'm evaluating? Yeah, and you kind of hit on the head there. The easy button is typically what people go to, and that's what I typically try to discourage people from doing, at least without doing the research first. So... Open enrollment, they give you all the materials. It is important to look over them each year because they do go over the changes. Maybe you're on a medical plan that, you know, the network's been doing great for you or the coverage is doing great, but there's another option there that they added or they changed something in the other option that could be better for you. Obviously, every employee is situational. They all have different things that they're trying to get covered or that they have to deal with in their lives that they need covered on their medical plan. And so one of the two plans may be, cost beneficial and it may be a lot cheaper for you and you still get the same great coverage 
or another one may have a little bit more coverage. It may be a little more in your premiums, but it could fit you better. So I think one of the most important things and that I cannot stress enough to employees is do the research, compare the plans from last year. So go over the what is changing um, and then make sure you're making those educated decisions for your own specific situation. Don't hit the easy button, do the work, dig into the details and really compare and contrast the two plans so you're making the right choice for yourself and your family. Yeah, I think a good example of this would be a dental procedure that you're planning on mm-hmm. having here in the next year. A lot of employers are offering some sort of buy-up plan for dental, and that a lot of times includes um, orthodontia. So if you're expecting your kid to have braces, what you enrolled in last year may not be the best fit. So you just want to make mm-hmm. sure that you're evaluating, okay, here's what I'm expecting in the next 12 months. This is what I expect to spend on healthcare, on any sort of um, leave of, leaves of absence that I might have, and making sure that my benefit elections are coinciding with what I'm expecting, not just saying, okay, I'm good with where I'm at, let's roll on to next year. Yeah, exactly. And I think dental is a perfect example of something like that, like you said. Um, I mean, I came in before I knew anything about benefits or health insurance or anything like that. Um, at a previous employer, I walked in, and I was like, oh, there's two dental options. One's cheaper, one's more expensive. Mm-hmm. The more expensive one must be better. So I enrolled in that one. And now looking back, I'm like, well, I probably could have actually done more research, not just assumed one is more expensive and it's better when the only difference in the two plans was orthodontia for a child, which I didn't even qualify for. Mm. So why am I paying extra to pay for child orthodontia when I do not have children and I can't use it myself? Yeah, I think that kind of goes into my next question for you. A lot of employees fall into the trap of of focusing on what I always call the big three, right? Medical, dental, vision. But when you look at employers' healthcare plans or benefit plans, I should say, Mm -hmm. they're encompassing so many different things. Obviously, a lot of times they're having medical, dental, and vision. But during open enrollment is a time where they're highlighting, okay, we're offering these voluntary benefits that a lot of times people may have never had any experience with before. Um, I kind of go to a hot one with all my clients and, and the employers that I'm talking to of pet insurance. It's, it's a hot topic for younger people who maybe have just gotten a new pet, or I know you had a, a little cat issue in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. So um, how do I make sure that I'm evaluating not only the, the core benefits of medical dental vision, but also maybe my employer's offering something new that, that might be a good fit for me? Yeah, and, and something new or maybe something that they have offered that you didn't pay attention to before. Um, so like short-term disability is also a great example. So if you know that you're going to have a big surgery or that you are going to have to take time off of your of your job in order to get some surgery, or if you're planning on getting pregnant and having a baby and you, know, you will have to take that short-term disability, that is when you should be looking into the details of the short-term disability. Um, does your employer offer a buy-up option that could benefit you if you were to be out? Um, knowing the details before you go out on disability um, is a huge one, and I think – like you said, people focus on the big three, but during open enrollment, I think things like disability, pet insurance, all the extra perks that your employer is offering you or um, giving you a chance to, you know, elect, I think is huge, huge, um, you know, it's very significant. And I think it's an important time to look at those benefits because like you said, you know, that you may forget them throughout the year, but open enrollment is kind of giving you all of those tools to research the other options. Mm-hmm. There's also some some benefits that get more expensive as you get older, right? Mm -hmm. Life insurance. The moment that you 
turns 60, it's going to be much more expensive than when you buy it at 40 years old, mm -hmm. right? That's for reasons that I'm not going to go into, <laughs> but um, it's a good example of maybe I don't need it for next year, but it's very, very cheap right now, and it puts me in a really good spot. So, Maggie, we've talked about, okay, you're going to get some educational materials, right? You're going to get some some changes, and whether it's premium or, or carrier, et cetera, et cetera. What employees don't need to be doing is just going to toss that in the trash, right? Mm -hmm. What should they be doing with, okay, I've got my materials. I don't want to just make an election right now off the top of my head. What should I be doing over the next week or so during my open enrollment period? Yeah, so like I mentioned, you always want to do, well, obviously the financial comparisons. Mm -hmm. Make sure you know and you can plan ahead for what you're going to be spending on your um, plans for the, f the following year. Um, but also... Bring it home to your spouse or to your families, anyone else that it may that you may have offer or someone else may offer coverage. Um, you know, my spouse, I take all my things home and then I have him bring all of mine. Wait, what? You're such a liar. <laughs> what? Oh, I make Chris give me everything. Oh, do you? And you oh. just do it all. Yeah. And it I mean I think Don't I was do thinking... it. Take over everything <laughs> for your spouse. Don't trust them with anything. You're here. <laughs> Every open enrollment, my spouse and I um, have the same um, renewal date. So it makes it very easy. Every time, every open enrollment, I make him bring me all of his information, all of his benefit guides, his presentations, anything that he may be given from his employer while I take mine as well. You know, just because mine might not be changing this year doesn't mean my husband's is not changing. So we always want to do the comparisons between our two plans, make sure that we're being smart financially and we're not paying for something that could be cheaper if I hop on his plan or something like that. Okay, Maggie, so we've talked what's going to happen during open enrollment. You mentioned to me one piece that you think a lot of employers are missing out on to take care of, of really their families in the, in the situation that something happens. Mm -hmm. um, could you tell me what, what you're talking about and how employees can address it? Yeah, definitely. Um, the most important thing that I always want to stress during any open enrollment, always make sure your beneficiaries are up to date. So, you know, throughout the year, typically, unless you have a qualifying life event, you're not thinking about benefits or your health insurance or your life insurance or anything like that. Um, so open enrollment, while the benefits are on the mind, make sure you're going into wherever you need to update your beneficiaries. You're making sure they're up to date with the correct information. Um, I think we always use the example of, you know, if something ever happens to you, you want to make sure your ex-wife isn't still listed as your beneficiary. <laughs> so I think that's always my go-to. You want to make sure, you know, your ex-best friend is not your beneficiary. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure it's going to the right people if something were to ever happen to you. And that's something you can do at any point in the year, right? It's just mm -hmm. open enrollment's a good time to kind of revisit that and make sure everything's up to date. Yeah, exactly. So if anything changes throughout the year, you can update your beneficiary whenever but while, you know, benefits are on the mind, make sure to at least double check it to make sure everything is correct. Okay, awesome. I, I think we could talk about open enrollment all day. Um, there's so many things that we haven't even gone into that we'll try to keep this at, at around 20 minutes or so. Um, but we've talked about kind of what employees will go through, right? They'll have some open enrollment meetings. They will get some sort of materials from their employer. Maybe it's some changes in their benefit plan. What are the three things that as an employee, I should be keeping in mind during open enrollment? If you had to name the three biggest ones. Well, I think first, always know what's changing. That's a pretty obvious one, but you want to make sure that you are up to date on your premium changes or any new lines that the employer is offering um, or anything like that. So number one, focus on what's changing. Um, number two, what's your situation? You're the only one that can know what's coming up and know your financial situation. So make sure that your benefits are aligned with that. And then three, 
kind of exactly what we just talked about, but make sure your elections are aligned to where you are in life as well as your financial. Um, you know that you're getting a surgery next year. Make sure that your benefits reflect that and they are complementing each other because obviously those will come into play for something like that. So make sure you're just using your benefits to the best of your abilities and you're getting the most out of them. Yeah, I always... When I talk to employees, I always say, hey, your, your employer is offering these benefits because they want you to utilize them. They want you mm-hmm. to elect them. If if it's a good fit, then they want you to have availability to it, right? Exactly. They're not offering it just to check a box. They're offering because they, they've listened to their employees and they know this is what they've wanted. This is what they've asked me. Now take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'll plug our engagement team here a little bit. If you ever have any questions, if you're a client of, of Hub Haran's here, um, feel free to reach out to our Better Benefits or Engagement team. They're happy to answer any questions around open enrollment that you might have or run through what the best option might be for you. Well, awesome, Maggie. Well, thanks for your time today. I, I know you're the expert on this. You've ran a lot more open enrollment meetings than me, so I appreciate you taking the time and just sharing your tips and tricks. Yeah, of course. And if anyone ever has any questions, feel free to reach out to us on social media. This podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be considered as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there are any discrepancies between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will prevail. If you have any questions about your benefits, please reach out to your HR representative. Thanks for tuning in today. Our suggestion box is always open, so if you have a question you would like us to answer or a topic you would like us to cover, send us a message on Instagram at The Benefits Beat. And remember to subscribe on your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode and be sure to follow us on social media for more benefit tips and tricks.